1: You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey everybody, Tim McMaster here along with Gregor Chisholm, our MLB.com Blue Jays reporter. Last podcast of the offseason, Gregor. The regular season opening day starts next Thursday. All 30 Major League teams in action, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we will uh, give way on these podcasts for the regular season. Uh, but we have news to get to, some big picture stuff as well. But I want to start with opening day, and the starter will be Jay Happ. Um, talk about this decision, went into it. Obviously, there's still question marks about Marcus Stroman being ready to go. We'll touch on that in a second. Uh, but Jay Happ gets the start. It's kind of cool.
0: Yeah, it really is. And, I mean, this start was going to go to Marcus Stroman initially, but he, he's not going to be ready for that. And we've known that for a little bit of time. And so then the question became, okay, well, who's next in line? And uh, Jay Happ made sense for so many different reasons. I mean, this is a guy who, uh, you know, a couple of years ago was a 20-game winner, uh, even last year, when he started off the season a bit delayed because of the left elbow issue, he's got he's coming off with a 3.53 ERA. Uh, you know, he's never started an opening day before his career. Other guys like Marco Estrada uh, have. Who and it's just kind of a nice honor. It's a nice gesture by this team. Really, it's it's a ceremonial honor more than anything else. But uh, it, it's good recognition for the time that he has put in with this Blue Jays organization. And uh, you know, I think it, it's them kind of uh, paying tribute to that.
1: And as far as Stroman goes, not going to be ready for opening day, but making his debut today as we record this podcast on Wednesday. Uh, he pitched on Saturday, and it looks like he, he'll he be part of that first run through the rotation. He basically won't miss an outing.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, you know, to me, that's a bit of a surprise. You know, it really did look like for a long stretch in spring training that I don't think anyone thought he was going to miss a lot of time. But, you know, my expectation really was that he was going to have to start the year on the 10-day DL. And, uh, but, you know, one thing Marcus Stroman does pride himself on is exceeding those expectations. We saw it before with the knee injury. Uh, he was pretty adamant all along that he wasn't going to miss any time. Uh, you know, I think he's still upset uh, about not getting that opening day start. Uh, but at the same time, he knows he's also not going to miss a noting. So he'll be out there a uh, game for the season. and Uh, Now it's just uh, between now and then, over that next week and a half, uh, getting properly stretched out as quickly as possible.
1: A guy who looks like he is certainly (laughs) ready to go for the season is Aaron Sanchez. He goes six in the third innings on Monday, two hits, one earned run. He didn't walk a batter. He struck out four against the Braves. Um, No problems with the blister throughout the spring. He seems like it's uh, all forward for Sanchez right now.
0: Yeah, it really does, And, and to me that's, you know, the most positive development that's happened in in, in spring training, really, uh, for this Blue Jays team. Uh, You know, he looks at the top of his game right now. And and to me, that's also a little bit surprising because there hasn't been as much rust with the command that I was kind of expecting. We saw that uh, in some of his early bullpen sessions. We saw that uh, in his first outing of the spring. Uh, But really, uh, you know, the command on that, you know, overpowering sinker really came pretty well. And uh, right after that, Uh, You know, the command of his curveball came along a lot quicker than than was expected, too. And so his last outing, you know, he really kind of put that all together, and that was vintage Aaron Sanchez. And so, you know, initially I was thinking he might be a guy who who might start a season a little bit slow as he, uh, you know, kind of works out some of those, you know, just the rust from from missing basically an entire season. But, you know, that might not be the case because he really did look that good uh, earlier this week.
1: One more thing before we get to big picture questions, and that is Joe Biagini. Looks like at this point, unless something happens to another pitcher, that he'll head to AAA. I guess for Biagini, there's kind of like two ways to look at this, Gregor. Obviously, the guy wants to be on the opening day roster, but he's been a guy that's been a reliever a lot at the major league level, they're going to send him down to triple a, but as a starter in the hopes that he's going to be a starter when he comes back. So I guess that's the good news for him is that he's going to get a chance to start. Um, but, but obviously tough break to have to start the year in triple a.
0: Yeah, know it is. And, but I think this is an opportunity for the blue Jays to see once and for all whether or not he is going to be a starter long term, uh, or if he's ultimately going to end up in the bullpen. Uh, you know, So sending him down there, giving him you know, at least the first solid month, probably two months, barring any injuries, uh, to kind of work through his routine as a starter because it's something he hasn't you – know, luxury he hasn't been afforded the last couple of years. He's been going back and forth pretty consistently. Uh, so, one, the Blue Jays need the depth in case there is an injury. Uh, but they also need to see what they've got here. And if, in the end, it doesn't really work out, then that's fine because they know he can go uh, back in the bullpen one day. And so, uh, you know, ultimately, uh, Biagini has to look at the long-term here over the short-term, and, you know, I think he'll get some answers, and the Blue Jays will get some answers about where his career is headed here over the next couple of months.
1: All right, about a week to go in spring training, so we're going to look back a little bit and look ahead to the regular season. And my first question for you, Gregor, is what turned out to be the biggest storyline of this spring training for the Jays?
0: To me, it really is Sanchez, and I really think it's just because this team, they're, they're, they have no choice. They, they need Sanchez to be a frontline starting pitcher. They need him to be a workhorse for that starting rotation. If this team is going to have a chance to compete in the American League East, I mean, this rotation needs to be among the best in baseball. Um, in order to to ultimately reach what they they think can happen with this organization organization it's just not going to happen with Sanchez, and who knows maybe you know ultimately this could even work in, in Sanchez's favor a little bit. I mean his arm is extremely rested. there was never any health problems with uh, you know the arm or the shoulder or anything like that last year It really was just a, a you know a bigger issue. Uh, he could be rested and ready to go this year. All
1: right, what was the biggest position battle, and who's going to win it?
0: Yeah, to me, it's been the bullpen because there hasn't been really a lot of camp battles down here. But the, the spots where, you know, it really was at the start of spring training were those final two spots in the bullpen. You know, ultimately, uh, you know, the Jays kind of solved, you know, one of those issues by signing, signing Tyler Clifford, and you know, technically, he's still competing for a job, but. Uh, he does seem like a guy who's going to be down there and, and, and you know with without the second left-hander down there you know his ability to get out a, a lot of left-handed bats with a high success rate uh, really kind of add, add some some much needed versatility down there and uh, the other guy is John Axford, who's who's coming to camp you know, looking really, really good it was one of the really early positive storylines for this team, and, and, and that has continued throughout spring training. And so, you know, I think those are the two guys you're going to see. But there's been a whole mix of guys who have looked good in the spring, and who are probably going to be on the outside looking in. Whether it's Luis Santos, Al Albuquerque, uh, Craig Breslow, uh, you know, they've been running through a lot of guys down there. But ultimately, I think it will go to Clifford and Axer.
1: All right, there's a lot of young talent now in this Blue Jays system. A lot of reason to be excited. To you, in your mind, what prospects stood out the most this spring?
0: Well, the games, you know, seeing Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and Bo Bichette, uh, you know, they weren't invited to big league camp, but they did make it over here for a, a couple of games. Those are the ones that stick out to me the most simply because, uh, I mean, they're two of the most high prospects in baseball. And so anytime you get to see those guys in person, uh, you know, it's a, it's a special moment. They certainly did not disappoint. The prospect in Big League camp who really stood out to me, uh, it's unfortunate that he's actually down with an injury right now. But no question, it would be Anthony Alford because before he injured his hamstring, uh, you know, he was the breakout star of spring training. He was never going to make the 25-man roster. He wasn't in, in the mix for that. Uh, but he really showed that there's been a lot of development in uh, really every aspect of his game over the past 12 months. And, you know, I think him putting in the extra reps this winter uh, in the Mexican League, uh, you know, helped him out a lot as well. And, uh, you know, once he gets back in you know, that three, six-week t- time frame for that hamstring, uh, you know, I think it's realistic to expect uh, a big breakout year for him in the minors.
1: Okay, now looking ahead to 2018, Gregor, what was what's the biggest question mark this team faces entering the season?
0: I still think it's health. I mean, health decimated this roster last year, um, you know, up and down pretty much every aspect of it. And, you know, this team did get a little bit younger, uh, you know, by getting guys like Randall Gritchick to play right field over a guy like Jose Bautista. Uh, But let's face it, uh, you know, the the vast majority of this core uh, is still the same as it was a year ago. and, And you've got some injury concerns there. And, you know, I think the Blue Jays have done a better job of putting themselves in a position Uh, to handle those injuries, but at the same time, if you had a couple of guys in that starting rotation, if you had a Sanchez go down or you had a Stroman go down long-term, you could run into uh, some issues there. And same with the position players. We saw what happened when Josh Donaldson went down last year. Uh, They can't afford uh, that to happen again in 2018.
1: All right, and then the final question, and and health could be the answer here too, but I'm going to challenge you to go in a different direction if you can. What has to go right this season for the Blue Jays to contend in the American League East?
0: Yeah, you know what? I really think it's the lineup. I mean, this, this team scored the fewest runs in the American League last year, and, and health will obviously play a role in that. Uh, but the Blue Jays need to find consistent production at the top of that batting order. They're comfortable with what they have in the middle with Josh Donaldson and Justin Smoke. Uh, they need to find, uh, you know, the number one and number two hitters consistently. Uh, you know, Devin Travis is a big part of that. Uh, health is the thing with him. Uh, but then you need to know exactly what you're going to get out of uh, a, a guy like Curtis Granderson. There could be some experimenting at the top, that top of the batting order because the Jays don't really have that prototypical leadoff guy. Uh, but they need to find some kind of solution. They need to get someone who's going to get off base at a regular rate in front of uh, Donaldson because realistically the Jays are going to need Donaldson to, to carry the offensive load. And in order for him to do that, guys have to be on in front of him.
1: It's amazing how far the offense has kind of fallen. Just a couple of years ago, such an explosive offense, but a lot of those power hitters got older or left, and now it's uh, hoping to find that sort of production. Again, the pitching should be good. It should be an interesting season for the 2018 Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, Gregor, it's been fun going throughout this offseason with you on the podcast.
0: Absolutely. Pleasure as
1: always. And thanks to everybody out there for tuning in to MLB.com Extras, our Blue Jays edition.